Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Welcome to yet another episode of the Wise Wise Podcast. I am Aaron. I'm Alexander. Welcome, everyone. And I've been wondering, what is... Or what does it mean to be in the flow of life? And for Alexander, it is buying many vinyl albums. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flow I do enjoy being in. And, um, and we're going to be discussing the way the Just Philosophy looks at this and approaches it, but by no means is saying this is the law or the way that it is. It's really to just have a stimulating conversation and maybe it will bring up some interesting points for you listeners to just look at this subject in a different light. So this is something that is still abstract for me to conceptualize. And I've been working with you, Alexander, for almost seven years. And I've gone through my understanding of what willpower and perseverance is and what trust is. And it took me three or four years to really understand that it came down to how it's affecting me internally on which one to choose going forward. And that there isn't always an absolute answer. And of course, that's very hard for me to hear because it's that uncertainty that comes in. And maybe that's a part of my type that likes certainty, but I'm sure many, many other people uh, agree that they also like certainty. But this question came up again for me when I was talking to a friend and they were discussing a trip that they were planning. And they said that if they gut resistance in planning this trip, then they would know not to do it. And I guess the question came in with, okay, so does that mean like any friction, any resistance that they would have? Like if they went to, like if they were booking a hotel and that website was down, is that like game over for the trip? Or because Alexander here likes to watch a lot of documentaries and he's always talking about the perseverance that these people show whether it's a musician whether it's a sports athlete where you are going to have friction trying to become that because it is the best of the best that make it and you grow you build your body up you build your skills up through friction so that's built into those systems and i think there's possibly a view that's come in lately within the self-development world where maybe friction is almost like a bad thing. And if there's any friction, that means you're not supposed to do it. And I've kind of felt that influence come in throughout my last, you know, seven, eight years that I've kind of been trying to find a new way of living. And so I, I wanted to get more into demystifying what it means to live in the flow of life because I'm also wondering what it means. Yeah. And I think this is going to be just a, a fun conversation. So let's see where it takes us. But one of the first places to start is to to realize that if we just take it from the position of an athlete, normally one of the highest qualities of an athlete is to be able to be calm under pressure. And normally the athletes that are able to do that at the highest levels, the professional level, has actually lost a lot of games. And in that losing you learn how to deal with when you're losing to where if it's just winning that happens 
for like maybe a team goes undefeated for a whole season and then they get in playoffs and see playoffs brings a different intensity. It's a different game from what I hear all athletes say. And they may not be able to perform as well at that next level of intensity as they were at this other one because they had found like uh, something that worked, but they hadn't reached adversity. So as soon as they start to get behind in a playoff game, see, they're not prepared with how to necessarily deal with that. And so I'm not saying that this view is wrong, but I'm looking at this from the point of view of self-development work. And a lot of self-development work is working through what you have resistance to, but it doesn't have to be seen as a negative or forceful uh, to work through friction because in the Just Philosophy, we talk about starting with acceptance and accepting that this isn't my preference is the very first step. And then as soon as you get that preference out of the way, you can see more clearly of how to handle the situation. And so, you know, I just want to bring it up that our, our friction is actually a choice. And it's just that something has met our preference and that if we choose to be led in that direction, we may or may not be getting stronger from a self-development view. And from a general standpoint, I'd like to suggest that being in the flow is simply when you're living outside of resistance outside of friction. This isn't saying that you always get your way. It's saying that when you are not getting your preference, you're able to shift the resistance to acceptance through a perception change. Friction here is being suggested as being seen as part of the flow. Sometimes we arrive at places in our lives in unforeseen ways, like meeting a rock in a river while floating in an inner tube. It's not that the rock is bad, it doesn't need judgment. It's part of the path. And if you prepare and utilize it properly, it can even catapult you forward. So see, much of our emotional distress is the resistance to accept these so-called obstacles or judgments that, again, are part of the flow. Yeah, and I think we are going to give some examples in this beginning part and also in the complete conversation where we may be talking about more examples that are tangible like a sports athlete where people can see and identify with the journey that they have to go through. But I am more interested in trying to get to a conversation around how do we use it within the day-to-day life? Because talking about an athlete, you know, that's a very specific journey that anybody can see that it takes the discipline and the structure to build up your body, to build up your skills over time, the practice that goes into. But what about the person who wants to become like a teacher or wants to plan a party? You know, Mm -hmm. if they go to plan a party and they need balloons and the first store they go to is out of balloons, do they just say no balloons at this party? So I want to try to bring this whole conversation just to set the intention more towards like around everyday people. Like, Like how do we deal with friction? How do we deal with rejection and still live within the flow of life and maybe live in a direction towards our intentions and how all that plays in as well? Okay. Well, sometimes when we're able to look at whether it be athletes or music performers or anything at this higher degree, it can sometimes help break the view, but this, we are all connected and no matter what we're doing, whether we're trying to be a teacher or a lawyer, the similar rules apply through physics. And so in everyday life, no matter what level you're coming from, the very first thing to realize is that 
the resistance or the friction that is created in anything in life is truly your choice. And I want people to take that as an empowering way to view things rather than a deflating way, because that means that all the friction that is in your life, you can choose to see it and experience it a different way. So if you're going through life and you find someone that you're attracted to and you want to ask them out, maybe. And see, that's what you want, but that's not necessarily what you need. And so that person may be in a completely different place and not looking to connect with somebody. So it may not have anything to do with you at all. So, yes, a person could go and interact with them, get shot down, take that as a sign to not talk to anybody else for the rest of the day or the rest of the year or whatever. But see, all of that is a type of self-sabotage. You're setting kind of the rules up yourself to be disappointed. So if anything doesn't go according to your preference, then I find it hard to see the path of how that's going to ever bring you fulfillment because I haven't seen yet, I haven't met anybody, that their life, just everything is their preference. And that's the way that every day goes. So I bring it back to seeing that if you're going to look for signs, if you're going to work with intention, then remembering that intention is just that you're putting it out, but then you bring in trust that you will be shown the way. And so see a door closing for you or an opportunity closing, you could take that as frictional because it's not what you want, but it could be exactly in the flow of life. And so when people ask me, well, how do I live more in the flow? The very first question I'm going to have for them is, do you happen to know your human design makeup and your destiny cards? Because that astrological view helps me to lead people toward what more than likely will be fulfilling for them. They may or may not know what that is, but the people that through 15 years of doing this professionally and studying it for 25 years, the few people that I have found that is content in life or any level of true happiness on a consistent basis is in direct alignment with these designs. That's the life that I live. I'm always open to giving up my birth information so anyone can see if I'm living within what I teach and what I exemplify because that's what's led me to this. Not that I followed that. It's just been confirmation through my path. And so that's what is tough to answer that question of how do you live in the flow of life is if you're not aware of what your personal flow is, then these techniques may or may not work no matter what the technique is. Yes. And if you don't know what your flow of life is, if you don't know what your energetic makeup is, if you don't know what direction you're supposed to be going, what your path is, what your reason for being here is, then I think what you were saying earlier is your preferences are going to take over and possibly how many people see the flow of life is if life is flowing within their preferences. And I think that's a, a good way to expose possibly some ways of thinking because right then and there, we can see how that's going to set up expectations and set up disappointment and set up more friction. And if they're going to stop at the first line of friction, then they're not going to do anything. They're going to be disappointed. They're going to get down on themselves, probably to lead to depression. Mm -hmm. And so then they're going to be afraid to do anything because if you're living by 
and based on your preferences, then you're going to be in a lot of friction, right? Yes, yes. And I'm going to share my experience and how I found my so-called flow. But I'm once again, I'm not projecting that that this would work for everyone. But it is working within the view that life is playful to a certain extent. And that when I've noticed that when I set a new intention of something that I want to accomplish or reach, that many times life gives me three challenges right away or within a short period of time to see if I'm serious. And I remember growing up, uh, my parents doing something similar. And I remember me doing something similar when I was raising my boys that well, at one point in time, they wanted a motorcycle. And I said, well, if you will go work for half the money, I will match whatever you you make. And they decided that it wasn't worth the effort. If I would buy it for them, then they would take it, but they wouldn't put forward the effort. And whether this is, is exemplified can be seen through even Jesus's example and how much resistance that even a being at Jesus's level went through. And the teaching there was how he managed the resistance. And that's really what the just philosophy gets into is when you meet that resistance, you know, what do you do? And I happen to look for things in threes. And if I meet three resistances within a short period of time, then normally I will take a pause and realize that it's time to trust that this isn't the right time for whatever I'm attempting. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. So see, again, when people are coming up against their preferences, they don't know if it's the wrong direction or possibly the wrong timing. There's many different variables that that can mean. So I like to just say that it's similar to getting in the river and instead of swimming upstream like I did so willfully through my 20s and early 30s, I decided to just be an inner tube and pick my feet up. But in that, it's not the same as just sticking your head in the sand because you still have a responsibility to watch out for your safety. And I call it like the rocks are going to be in the water. And we're still floating on top of the inner tube, but we still have to bring consciousness and effort in to avoid these obstacles in the river as well. It isn't just going to be a smooth stream for as long as you want it to be. So, see, this is where the pillar of polarity versus duality came in, that my choice was to learn to make love to the friction in life rather than giving it so much power of whether it's telling me not to do something or to do something from like an approval standpoint, but to be willing to be flexible and say, okay, I'll look for three. And if you show me three resistances right away, then I don't have a problem making an adjustment, but I'm going to be willing to go through the first two because why shouldn't this intention be so-called challenge to see if you're really serious about this. And this happens, you know, we're releasing this uh, close to the first of the year where a lot of people set New Year's resolutions and they set themselves up to subconsciously sabotage themselves to get injured right when they were looking to work out. See, so they will have an excuse. So again, should they take that as a sign that they shouldn't be working out? No, more than likely that was a self-sabotage that they really don't want to work out. They're just looking for an excuse. So again, this is a very kind of complex subject to just uh, generalize, but this is the usefulness of the specifics of the human design and the destiny cards. So the friction that we encounter going through the flow of life is 
more than not a perception-based friction, right? Yes. If you take a moment to truly consider that, that all friction is a choice. All negative emotions are a choice. And I say this through going through losing a wonderful partner of 11 years in Sherry, and she meant the world to me. But that loss is part of that we experience births and we experience deaths, and everybody is going to die. But see, that doesn't have to be resisted. That doesn't have to be frictional. It can be accepted. And why wouldn't a culture work toward accepting the one thing that is inevitable for every human being but cultures don't support that. So that's kind of like wh- even the view that I'm coming from here is that it's to embrace that friction, to embrace that passing and make it a true celebration like so many people say that they want. But very, very few people follow through with making a person's passing a celebration. Yeah. And, and the just philosophy is all about self-development and growth. And in order to grow, you have to move through friction And if it does involve changing your perception, then that's also going to help you persevere because when a normal person would see friction and then back off, you're going to not see it as that big of a challenge because it's just going to be a practice of altering your perception and moving on. But then I guess it's gauging when is the friction big enough to be a sign. And I guess kind of what you just were talking about, it, it can be an every individual person's type of decision. Yes, and this is very similar to raising children. The similar mindset would be that if a child throws a temper tantrum or gets upset, then they're a bad kid. And that's not necessarily the case. They just need to be taught how to manage these emotions that are coming up. And that's what our negative emotions are, is like these little children or our child that's been traumatized, been hurt in certain ways, and still has certain sensitivities to what people say, what people do. And that's one of the main focuses of this just philosophy is to work on not like looking at healing this, but more or less like growing it up and maturing it so that there's nothing wrong with the pains that it's gone through. And we're not trying to forget those pains but we're working to see them and experience them from a different mindset and a different directions where they don't have so much control over us. So that's where the phrase of learn to make love with the friction in life, you know, came from to embrace those as challenges to get stronger. And even the physical body gets stronger through working through that resistance, not stopping to work out as soon as the muscles get sore. Now, most people will tell you that if you start working out, you're going to go through a period of being sore. So again, I'm not attacking or debunking any other way of looking at this. This is just an explanation of kind of the way the just philosophy approaches it. And the whole reason why we would want to find our flow in life and look at friction possibly in a different light as more of a learning experience and persevere when we feel it's necessary is, is so that we can fall in line and live more in contentment. At least for me, that's the choice I make every day is I want to live closer and closer to being in the moment, being grounded and finding a more content life. And so I 
feel like if we are living in a flow of life, that is automatically going to bring contentment, right? Yes, and for some people, that's going to be a busier lifestyle, and for some people, it's going to be a more not busy lifestyle. Again, the human design in the cars can help to understand that natural flow, and it's important that, again, this isn't a judgment on anyone's parents, but many times our parents just raised us the way that they were raised. And that doesn't mean that it was ideal for them or ideal for us. So that's why there's no judgment in that. But part of self-development from this perspective is that it's your responsibility to raise yourself now that you're completely self-sufficient and uh, put that responsibility on your shoulders and not judge your parents for what they did wrong. So, yeah, so many of us have stories of traumas that came from our environments, but we don't have to be victim to those. And this is where learning to work through certain frictions can be very helpful with even uh, working with traumas uh, down the line in deeper levels of healing. So coming up in the complete conversation, it looks like we can get into some specific examples where we can bring in somebody's human design and cards and how you would suggest within the just philosophy that they live in the flow of life or what would be optimal for them so people can gauge just a general idea of kind of where they would fit in. But obviously, if they do want their specific flow of life or help with their flow of life or help understanding how they're energetically made, definitely reach out to you to get a human design and destiny card reading and you can tell them more about themselves. Yes, so just reach out to alexander at thejustphilosophy.com and we'll set up a session to... Get your human design chart that helps you to understand your energetic flow and how you interact with the world. And then the Destiny card system helps you understand your personality self and your higher self, which is the transition that we're kind of talking about is shifting from that personality into our uh, highest possibilities. And we do have episodes early on covering the human design, covering the Destiny cards and covering the Destiny card yearly reports. So definitely check those out if if you're not sure what these systems are. But for now, we're hoping you will join us over on The Complete Conversation. See you there. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise Podcast. To hear The Complete Conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. Thank you all for checking out the free version of this episode of the Wise Wise Podcast on Living in the Flow. In the complete conversation, we got into how passion possibly plays a role in living in the flow, how our passions may feed our alignment and coupled with our energetic design, thus bringing us more into the flow. I shared more insight and more description into my latest vinyl venture and how it was never something that I planned or something that I ever wanted and it just happened organically. And we used it as an example of living the flow and taking advantage of the things the universe is offering us versus always trying to make our wants work with our willpower. 
We discuss different ways of being in the flow depending on our individual energetic makeups, which also helps us to accept others' differences. We also talked about that if we don't know our energetic makeup, then we may fall into being led by our wants and desires and preferences and thinking that that actually is how you live in the flow. We also discussed how and why we should sit with and question our wants, how living in the flow is like floating down a stream with various rocks in the way, which we then expanded upon that metaphor. We got more into how what we want may not always be what we need for our energetic design. And then towards the end, we talked about how using the pillars as mantras can help us find where we are currently resisting being in the flow in our lives. So if you're out there and you're feeling like you're like your life is stagnant or you're not really sure where you're not living in the flow or, or how to find out possibly what parts of your life that are not gelling are not allowing you to live in a flow, where your perspectives are holding you back, that would be the last part of the complete conversation. So if you enjoyed what you heard in the free part and you want to get more and dive deeper into how to actually live and utilize these tools and techniques to live in the flow, then sign up at wisewisepodcast.com and dive deeper into the just philosophy and your individual self-development and continue working with us, working on you. Appreciate you all checking out the free version of this episode. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.